Welcome back to Gesundheit with Jacobus, Health Talk Radio. Now your host, Jacobus Hollowine. And welcome back to the third and final hour today of Gesundheit with Jacobus on this uh, beautiful Sunday morning. We appreciate you with us. We are live uh, the day after July 4th. Uh, I know that other programming was not live this weekend, but I insisted to be live because I had a chance to have my guest on the program today, Dr. Mona Lisa Schulz, who has written many books, and she is a medical doctor, PhD, as well as a medical intuitive. And we're talking about her latest book called The Intuitive Advisor. A few years ago, uh, back in 2005, we had her on the show talking about her book, The New Feminine Brain, another great work, easy to read and very informative. The Intuitive Advisor is a very helpful, practical guide about how a medical intuitive would, or how intuitively we can help ourselves to find healing. And so she does that by explaining this different seven energy centers in our body, the chakras, how each of those deals with physical, possible, possible physical symptoms and how these symptoms can be related to different personality types within the chakras. So it's, it's, uh, you have to really focus on reading it. It's easy to understand, easy to read, but it does become uh, quite a bit of information. So take your time reading it, uh, but I, I highly recommend it because I, I know that everybody who is interested will find themselves in this book and say, you know, this is really, really interesting. This is really, uh, this talks about me and you get some great advice from Dr. Mona Lisa about how to heal that. Dr. Schulz teaches us how to become aware of how our symptoms of illness are part of our intuition network, letting us know when something in our lives is out of balance. During a medical intuitive consultation, there is no physician-patient relationship, nor is any psychotherapy being performed. Dr. Mona Lisa will educate you in how specific emotional situations in your life are associated with the increased risk of illness in a specific organ in your body. One of the many joys of Dr. Mona Lisa's life is teaching individuals how to acknowledge, trust, and develop their intuitive skills. Uh, she is also available for those of you who like to listen to internet radio on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She has a live call-in radio show called Intuitive Health, and that is uh, on hayhouseradio.com. Hay House, uh, Louise Hay, H-A-Y, hayhouseradio.com. Dr. Mona Lisa's website is drmonalisa.com, drmonalisa.com, and uh, you can find a lot of information over there about her and um, and things that she's working on, books that she's written, how to get a hold of her in case you like to have your own personal consultation with her. All right. Now, uh, Dr. Mona Lisa, we were talking at the end of the second hour, and I, I, I'm sorry that we that, that the news took over. We had, to, uh, we had to cut you off. You were talking about your own story, which is indeed very heartwarming. And you have been through so much pain. 
and and it 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 we just don't know when things happen, why they happen. Uh, it, we don't need to know all this. However, we uh, I realize more and more being in the health field that everybody struggles with something. It is either being overweight, having diabetes, having thyroid disorders, um, dealing with uh, sexual dysfunctions, uh, having depression. We all struggle in this life, if I can call it that way. We all are being challenged in this life. And uh, to see somebody being challenged, either emotionally or physically, doesn't give us the right to say, oh, this is an unhealthy person. This is just something that we are dealing with in this life and why we have it. That's a whole other story. We can make a whole show on that. But it isn't it. To me, I, I look at you, your struggles, and somebody can say, well, if she is a doctor, why did she have to go through all this? Well, sometimes we have, you know, we uh, we get given lemons and we have to make lemonade out of it. It's 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 okay to go through struggles, isn't it? Yes. I, well, I think, you know, if you look at your body, it's like a car with the warning lights on the dashboard. And a lot of times we don't want to hear those warning lights. Mm-hmm. And... How else are we supposed to know when something's wrong in our life if it's not for those lights going on? Yes. It's not a failure that the lights go on on your dashboard. It's simply that it's just a sign that your body's warning lights are working. And illness isn't necessarily a failure. It's a sign that you're going in the wrong direction and you need to re you know, recalibrate your path. Yes. You know, and and all illness, you know, is in part due to diet, genetics, the environment, and so on. Every illness has an emotional and behavioral component, and I understand that some people have a more difficult path than others. I understand that my, you know, life sounds quite dramatic. The thing is, is that it's not... You know, the cards, I play poker. It's not what cards you're dealt. It's that you can stay in the game. Yeah. I, there's a guy, I watch, you know, championship poker all the time on TV. And there's a guy who plays poker. He's called PAC, play any card. He knows how to make every hand a winning hand. Huh. And it's true. There's a way that you can, if played in the correct way, make any hand a winning hand. Hmm. If only you know how to play your cards right. And so we all have dealt certain cards in life. Nobody can have a perfect hand. Some people are more genetically well-endowed than others. And so, you know, I got some crappy cards. (laughs) Yes. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't work for me. My specific kind of epilepsy... Actually, it's well known that that kind of epilepsy increases your chance toward having intuitive gifts. Uh-huh. Um, all the original saints, and I would, I would not call myself a saint by far, all the original saints had epilepsy, and they also had prophetic visions. They had exaggerated intuitive capabilities. So you need to know that your tendency toward whatever health problem you have is wrapped up in what your intuitive gifts are. So, you know, for example, 
Stevie Wonder, I'm sure when he first found out he was blind, did not think, oh my God, this is wondrous. It was only when he realized, when everybody realized, that he had an exaggerated vocal gift, which is the other area of the brain, yeah. that overdevelops if you're blind, was he able to make that wondrous. Barbara Streisand, which we talked about, had a big nose, and we know that that nose apparatus yeah. is very important for a vocal. Uh-huh. And we know that she would never, ever, ever fix her nose. She'd be stupid to. Because see. in many ways, it might change her voice. Huh. Similarly, everything that's a genius in our life has a savant or extreme amazing ability. Um, everything that's a superlative has something that's broken or seriously deranged about it. Yes. So, for example, the Tower of Pisa which is one of the most famous buildings, is crooked. I've been on there. The Mickey Mouse, which is a famous mouse, that's not a normal mouse. His ears are malformed, that's not a normal mouse. If, in fact, if Mickey Mouse was born in L.A. these days, he would have had his ears fixed, and he would not have had a career. <laughs> yes. So my point is, is that what makes you imperfect, what is your disaster about your life and your health, is actually the wiring for your genius. So my health problems, though difficult to handle, have actually been my saving grace because they actually, my epilepsy helps me with my intuition. But, you know, if you can only take the bad part of your health problem and survive and then thrive, you can then take the intuitive genius and live a great life. So really, that's how I teach people yeah. is take the difficult parts of their life and find the intuitive genius that's wrapped up in it. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. It, it, it's, it's, um, it is really a humbling experience to work, to work with people and realize, and of course you not only have dealt with your own issues, but you talk to people who say they're crying out and say, please help me. And then you're able to tune into them and help them understand that, um, the, the, the shortcomings they think they have are actually is the reason why they call, which is gives you a chance to put them on the right path, give them, this, give them some direction. Let me say it exactly. this way. So that all of a sudden they realize they're not so bad off. It is just that they have put all the focus on their imperfection because they cannot let go. And I think many of us deal with that on a daily basis. We look in the mirror and we say, I don't like this part about myself. And we think everybody sees that. And many right. times people just look you right in the eyes and just talk with you and they can appreciate you for your personality. They can appreciate you for your other gifts. And it's it's not an issue for them. It's, you know, Barbara Streisand suffered for years about her nose. She's not fixing it now. Trust me. Yeah. A, year, a couple of years ago, What's his name? Um, Barry Manilow broke his nose. Uh-huh. His nose has always been too big. Guess what? It was a disaster. How does he get his nose back to the way it used to be, too big? Huh. <laughs> it's like it's, we have to keep our flaws but minimize our suffering. So this is what life is all about. And so the illnesses are suffering, our crises in our life are all part of our intuitive guidance system 
that gives uh, gives us our genius. Yes. Um, that man who called up with headaches, he's a very precise, brilliant man. If only he can distill the unique genius behind his unique brain style, he would he would do he would suffer less. I remember when I was suffering and falling asleep all over the place. I um, went to see these Portuguese psychics in my area where we go. We see Portuguese psychics. It's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> they don't because in the northeast. You know, that's what you have. Yeah. You have people who don't speak English, they speak Portuguese. Anyway. Right, right, right. So I went to see the first guy. His name is Senior Raposa. And all he does is scream Portuguese at you. So, you know, you gotta bring a, you've got to bring a... Um, Dictionary. No, no, bring a translator. So oh. I brought my friend Liz. Yeah. So he goes in the room and, he, you know, you walk in and he screams and he shakes his rosary. And I'm saying, Liz, what does he say? And he says, Allah is my sport, which means this one is too strong. And I said, what does that mean? And she says, he says, she has whose oyus is dear, she has the eyes of God. I said, oh, stop. And he says, no, what it means is that you can see through people's lives. He says that you have this gift that you can see into people's lives. This is the beginning of my health problem. Yeah. You have this gift that you can see into people's lives, and when you learn how to use the gift, you won't fall asleep all over the place. Uh-huh. I said, oh, lovely. What am I supposed to do now? He says he doesn't know. <laughs> this is fabulous. Right. I go to see another woman years later. After I'd worked with homeopathy, acupuncture, Chinese herbs. So this, another lady, this one's name is Mrs. Marrera. Another one with the rosary beads. You walk in the house, there's lots of cigarettes, butts outside because people, you know, waited to see her are all nervous. <laughs> so same thing. You walk into the house, there's a lady sitting on the, on the couch with about two hairs on her head. Huh. She, once again, she holds the crucifix, but this one screams at the ceiling. And, you know, and screams, you know, all kinds of prayers. Over and over and over again, you hear all these prayers. Next thing, I said, what is she doing? She says she's talking to her committee up in the ceiling. I said, you've got to be kidding me. What is she saying? She says, hold on, I can't hear. And she says, Mrs. Marrera says that you talk to all these people on the phone. You have all kinds of people that you help on the phone. She said, is that true? I said, yes. And she said, you have a problem with your neck, which was true at the time. She said that you hurt something in your neck that makes your wrist burn which was absolutely true. Huh. Mrs. Marrero was amazing, because I had blown discs in my neck that make my neck burn. Yeah. I mean, make, make, make my wrist burn. So Mrs. Marrero was incredibly huh. accurate. And Mrs. Marrero, let me tell you, was from the old country, so Mrs. Marrero had no idea what I did for a living. I see. So she, then she goes and screams at the ceiling again with her rosary, and she says, hold on a second, I got him on the line. <laughs> and she says to me, to a Portuguese who lives, she says, they say that you talk to people all over the world on the phone and you help them. And she says that your gift makes you sick because oh, you take on people's pain. I see. And I went, yeah, and we've heard this before. And she says, hold on, I, there's more. They're giving me more. This is support. This is through a translator. Yeah. And it's very funny. It's like, why do you have to scream at the ceiling? And she says, well, that's where the advice is. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so then she comes back and she says, they say that if they could take away your gift, you wouldn't have any health problems anymore. You, are you interested in that? It's like an offer. Like, dial, uh, call now, operators are standing by. Yes. I said, what? She said, they're saying that if they could take away your gift, you won't have your health problems anymore. Are you interested in that? And I instantaneously knew the answer. And the answer was? No, no you don't. Exactly. Of course. So, therefore, you understand that's true with everybody. Yes. That's true with absolutely everybody. But if you take away their problems, 
they have no gifts. That's right. And I heard, you know, James Taylor say that. He has bipolar disorder. And that they, that they overly medicated him. Uh. He said they took away his devils, but they had no angels. I see. Uh-huh. So you see, therein lies the issue. How do we learn the intuition behind our illnesses, but also not suffer too much from That's the illness? Right. Folks, you're listening to Gesundheit with Jacobus uh, on AM 1450 KMMS in the Bozeman and Gallatin Valley, as well as AM 1340 in Park County and Livingston area. We appreciate you with us. We're also live over the internet in uh, at uh, gwjradio.com. Uh, click on the Listen Live button. We appreciate you with us. We're talking to Dr. Mona Lisa Schulz about her new book, The Intuitive Advisor. And I tell you, one thing that came to mind when Dr. Mona Lisa was saying this was with the current health care crisis. Let me call it a crisis. We do know that we're the most expensive in health care in this country. We are number ranked number 37 in the world when it comes to quality care. Uh, still, a lot of people think we shouldn't change anything. Other people feel we need to get universal health care. The bottom line is, what can we do to improve the quality of our own health? Why do we keep looking at others in order to make us better? It is good to get the advice. That's why I highly recommend you pick up this book, The Intuitive Advisor, because even if the government is going to take away our freedom of choice to pick nutritional supplements or is going to make it very hard for us to, uh, if, if socialized medicine is going to happen, and we've seen it in Europe and even in Canada, you often have to wait many months before you can get treated. You may have to wait to a year, a year and a half before you can get any kind of transplant if that is what you need. It can be very difficult. Uh, you think you're going to save money, but you may run out of time in your own life. To have an understanding of your own body, your own energy centers, to learn how to read your own issues, especially with Dr. Mona Lisa Schulz, what she writes in this book, how you can find things in your own life, how you can recognize them and therefore work with them is invaluable in this day because other things, other freedoms may be taken away. And I've mentioned this before. Somebody called up and said, well, I don't know if I can trust all these natural remedies. I don't think there's enough research. And I, I made the comment and I said, the most used, most widely used form of alternative medicine today is prayer. About 85% of the people will use prayer when there is a crisis. And for them, it is a feeling of support, a feeling of help. The government cannot take that away because you can do it at any time. Reading a book like the, like the Intuitive Advisor will give you insights that are going to be your driving force, your strength, your dynamo of dynamo to help you in your life to make new choices, wiser choices, give you a chance to increase or to improve the quality of your health and your life, your, your relationship with other people. And that is what makes this country healthier, not a government telling us how to do it. No, it needs to come from the individual. And so we need to learn how to find that strength in ourselves and to get the knowledge again, to reacquaint ourselves with ourselves by listening to our own intuition. And in this book, we learn through the symptoms in our body, 
how this could be related to a certain disorder, emotional, spiritual, mental cause behind the disease that we are experiencing, the pain that we're experiencing. So pain is not bad. Suffering is not bad as long as we use it to be our new charge to move in the right direction. Is that fair to say, Dr. Schultz? Yes, absolutely. Because you can't, that's part of experience on earth. Exactly. Because you have to learn. Uh huh. You learn, and what is it, to quote Nicolas Cage on Moonstruck? Yeah. We're put on earth to, um, to experience, to love the wrong people and to mess up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Have you done, uh, I know we're coming closer to a, to a break, but have you done any uh, reading on the work of Edgar Casey? Oh, yeah. Edgar Casey is one of the originals. He is one of the originals, yes. Yeah. Edgar Casey is amazing. And I, I, remember, um, I remember I was in Kearney Hospital. Um, would, you, would you mind sharing that story yeah. with us when we come back after the break? That would be wonderful. Yeah. Another 25 minutes when we come back, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> 